Good morning, and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Thursday, November the 3rd, 2022. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he's doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. I know this is later than I normally get on, but on um, last night, we lost my 34-year-old niece unexpectedly. Um, And that, as you can imagine, is very difficult. Um, 34 years old, single woman, um, living on her own. Um, She had some Uh, health challenges. Uh, Nonetheless, she always seemed to bounce back. Uh, She just always seemed to bounce back. And so on yesterday, um, I was at church with my youngest daughter. Um, I think I shared with you all previously that um, I always wanted to make, I, I want to make sure that before she goes to college, since she, you know, jobs have her work and these fast food places have her working on Sundays, that Wednesday would be her night of church. So um, trying to really keep my word and, and, and press into that. So we went um, to church last night. And I got a text that no one had heard from my niece. And so, you know, this is not out of the ordinary, right? Um Sometimes she just wouldn't be feeling well, didn't want to go to the hospital. So we go over there, fuss at her, you know, get her to go. Um, She's my oldest daughter's only child. And so, you know, it it really, and and her dad was not active in her life. So um, it truly was the village that raised her. My parents stepped in as her mother and father for my my middle sister, the the sister that's in the middle of the three of us, uh, she really kind of adopted her into her family. And so um, she would do lots of things with her daughters, my other nieces and all of that. And, you know, um, she could always braid hair. So when my girls were little, she'd come over to the house and braid their hair. And then my youngest daughter started braiding her hair. And so, you know, We were a village and we are still a village um, to one another and to my and to my niece. And so um, got the call that, you know, nobody's heard from her in 24 hours. And we would all we got a family text. So we just check in with one another. And she hadn't checked in. Um, Nobody had heard from her. And then they said that she didn't go to work. So, you know, my mother had just talked to her uh tuesday night here we were wednesday night nobody had heard anything from her she didn't go to work my mother said she wasn't feeling well on sunday but when she talked to her on tuesday night she said she was better so we thought you know here we go again we're going to have to you know get on her and get her straight and so at first i thought i was going to go over there just by myself it's my daughter and i and um, i'm like okay who's got the key and before I knew it, my mother and, and her, my niece's mother, um, my older sister were already on their way. 
and my middle sister, right, the middle one, uh, was already on her way from the, the south the south side of town. And so I'm like, okay, guys, why is everybody going? I'm always the one, you know, thinking, how can we work smarter and not harder? Like, I could just go over mom's, grab the key, go over there, you know, do what I need to do, call you off when I get there. Well, um, when I got there, my my mother and my sister were already pretty shaken up, and um, I told my mother to call nine one one because she said my niece was cold, and um, went to the my niece's bedroom, and she was in the bed, and nine one one told us we needed to turn her over. Um, you know, I guess my mother said she wasn't breathing. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, uh, if you have a family like mine, sometimes they can be a little dramatic. And I'm always trying to like, is this for real? You know, um, and, and turning her over or turning her slight, slightly over, uh, it was obvious that she was, she was gone. Um, and so as you can imagine, um, just because we're believers, it doesn't mean that we don't go through like everybody else goes through. Uh, doesn't mean that suffering won't come to our house. Doesn't mean that disease won't come to our house. Doesn't mean that death won't come to our house, right? Ecclesiastic tells us that there is a time to live and there is a time to die. Um, and uh, 34 years old, uh, you know, I'm just, she was just a baby, you know, that's, that's how I see her. This is my, my sister's child, you know, she's only 34 years old, you know, she's just a baby. Um, but that's one of those things that we learn that we don't have any control over. You know, there are lots of things that, that, uh, we think we control, right? We think we control, um, certain things about our life we always plan for next year and next week and next month right but death is a reminder that we are not in control death is a reminder that truly when the word of god says that our life is but a vapor uh, that means that we really don't have a lot of time here in this earth um and so, you know, how are we choosing to spend our time while we're here? And when I think about my niece and I reflect on her life, her short life, I'm so thankful to say that she was a worshiper. Now, can I tell you she was perfect? No, because I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. None of us are perfect, right? And so sometimes we have this picture in our head that when a person leaves, we're looking for perfection. Um, you know, we're looking for perfection uh, instead of uh, how how um, God looks at them, right? And so um, she was a worshiper. She's been praised dancing since I can remember. Um, she loved God and she loved 
people. She loved God and she loved people. She would do anything, almost to the point that it used to get us upset because she wouldn't have to give, but she would give to people who we know would not give to her. And we would say, girl, you over here and we helping you and you helping everybody else. And, you know, you know, you really don't have it and, and all of those things. But that was in her heart. That that was really who she was. See, certain things you, you can't fake. Certain things you can't um certain things you can't fake certain things you know you you know by the life that you lead you know by the fruit that people are able to see in your life and that was her fruit her fruit was to take off her shirt and give it to somebody else her fruit was that even if she didn't feel like it right um she would still do it because that was her fruit um and she was faithful to God, even in her pain. And I wanna share something with you um, because the Lord brought this back to my remembrance yesterday when we were sitting there uh, in, in her apartment waiting for, uh, you know, the, the um, I don't even know what's called people. You know, the people who come and, and take the body and all of that. So we were we were sitting there and we were waiting for them to come and God brought something back to my remembrance. Because when you know God, no matter what you go through, you may hurt, but you still know something on the inside of you. And I believe that's the Holy Spirit. You still know that that there is a God. You still know that um, the hurt and the pain, as bad as it is, as bad as it feels, you still know that <clears throat> there is a God who is uh, moving. He's moving. And I want to share two things with you. Um, the first thing is, is we were sitting there, um, my middle sister, like I said, who basically just brought her on in um, because she has four kids. And so my niece, Stephanie, and I'm going to call her by name, um, my niece, Stephanie, she just brought her on in to, to her crew. Her crew. Um, and my sister had taken her to get, get a surgery because um, like I said, well, she has some health issues, right? But like I said, she always seems to bounce back. And so a couple of months ago, my sister had taken her to get a, an outpatient surgery. And you know how they give you drugs and when they give you drugs, uh, you know, some people, they just start talking like literally crazy. They start saying stuff and singing stuff and, you know, with videos out there on TikTok and kids doing wild things, you know, because it's the drugs. The drug causes them to react, right? out of the norm but this is how you know the holy spirit rests this is how you know the holy spirit resides this is how you know that there is a true and living god because even 
when she was like, you know, I think in the video, she was like, where's my leg? Do, do I have my leg? And my sister's like, yeah, you, you have your leg. I mean, it was, it was comical. But the Lord brought back to my remembrance on last night that even in that video, even in the comedy of it, and it, when we thought it was funny, but see, God has a way of preparing our hearts for what we don't know is to come. And even in that video, she said, uh, she was singing when the saints go marching in. And she said, she was singing when the saints go marching in. Oh, how I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. And I tell you, I believe based on the confession of her words, <laughs> hallelujah, based on the confession of her words that she's in that number. I believe that based on the confession of her words, she's marching with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I believe that based on the confession of her words, she is a part of the remnant that based on the confession of her words, right? Her desire to be in the house of the Lord. The one thing that she desired was to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, based on the confession of her words, oh, how I want, I desire to be in that number when the saints go marching in. So even though God didn't call her home, when we would have wanted him to call her home, he called her number. Mm. Woo. He called her number by the confession of her words. He called her number. Oh, when the saints go marching in. And so I ask that you pray for my sister. See, we don't have to worry about her anymore. She's not in pain anymore. But I pray that you would pray for my sister. This was her only child, you know. <laughs> and I hear the scripture, so God so loved the world that he gave his only, his only begotten son. Oh, whew. so mm, I'm sorry, y'all, but it's fresh. The wound is fresh. Um, and so I want to share something else with you because that, that's about Stephanie's trajectory, right? That's about where she's headed. She's in that number. She's not in pain anymore. You know what I mean? She has gone on uh, to be with the father for eternity, and I believe that, I believe that. I believe she's gone to be with the Father for eternity. But let me tell you how God will answer your prayers. Um, I was texting last night just because I hit, you know, I was a mess, uh, still a mess, uh, but, I, but I still trust God, right? Somehow, some way, we, we live on to see another day and we're thankful for the day that we have. Um, and so um, in that, uh, I'm trying to thought, oh yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. 
So in that piece about my niece, um, I kept saying, you know, she was alone. She was alone, you know, she's a young single woman, got her own place. And I said, she died alone, you know? And then something on the inside of me said, you know, she wasn't alone. You know, God was there, like you know this, right? But you know how the enemy will mess with you. So I entered into this space of where I just was like, God, you know, she she was alone, like we weren't there, you know, just kind of all of those feelings that we feel. And and I only shared that with one person. But here's the here's the piece that is such a blessing. When I shared it with one person and, and I told my job, you know, because I told him, hey, I, I need a I need a couple of days to, to collect myself. Um, I got a, a text message from a colleague that I work with and he sent me a song. He said, Psalm 23, I am not alone. <laughs> he sent me Psalm 23, I am not alone. And I want to tell you as I as I listened to the song, it was as it was if God was using the song to let me know she wasn't alone, that he was there. And I'm so grateful that when we transition, whenever we transition, I'm grateful that we're not alone. There may not be another physical body there, but there is the spirit. There are the angels who usher us in to the presence of God. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I'm thankful that she's in his presence, that she's not alone for the Father, our Father, is with her. So please continue to keep my family in prayer. I love you all. And I just pray, if nothing else, that this word encourage, encourages you don't take your loved ones for granted. Always end with I love you. You know, always keep in contact with people who have been instrumental in your life. You know, um, even as I think about my niece, you know, there's always things you can think about what you would have done differently. But I'm grateful that when I went back to my last text message with her, right, I was it was positive, you know, and um, because she was a positive person. So I love you guys. Be blessed. I don't know if I'm going to get on tomorrow, um, but I just, I needed to share her story with you. I needed to share uh, that she's marching in, <laughs> that she was marched in, right? And I needed to share that we're not alone. We're never alone. We are never alone when we are with God. So keep the faith. I love you all. Continue to watch your words, right? Watch your mouth <laughs> as we usher in 2023. We've got some time. Or at least we think we do, right? At least we think we do. Uh, but it's all according to God.
It's all according to God. Because at any time he can call our number. And when he calls your number, when he calls it, whether it be, you know, in a couple of years or 50 years from now, will you be ready? Will you be ready? (sighs) All right, guys, I'm gone. Love you all. Bye-bye.